Hello, everybody. Welcome to WRDG. We're going to uh, check with our weather after our weather. <coughs> and, and after our weather, we're going to. Uh, We're going to go up to Tony or or some about our weather. And I'm going to ask her again. What's the weather for Portsmouth, Ohio? Currently in Portsmouth, it's 84 degrees and mostly cloudy. Today, it'll be partly cloudy with a forecasted high of 84 and a low of 60. Okay. We will set that. And, and we're going to Do that again. And I'm going to ask her again. What's the weather for Saturday at Portsmouth, Ohio? Saturday in Portsmouth, it'll be partly cloudy with a high of 83 and a low of 65. Okay. Okay, I'm going to ask this again. I'm going to ask this again. And what's the weather for Sunday at Portsmouth, Ohio? Sunday in Portsmouth, there'll be showers with a high of 76 and a low of 67. Okay, that's all we got. And, and we're going to take you to we're going to take you to to the weather and we we're going to do it And, and 
it is Tony. Testing. The severe weather is obviously confined yeah. to the where the rain has occurred and the streams mm -hmm. are out of the banks. But many areas having a very pleasant evening, right. as is the weather down in the Big Sandy Valley this evening. Don't get me wrong, the weather at least. The weather in Huntington doing great. We've got a beautiful sky overhead that's a tropical sky with some friendly cumulus clouds on the horizon. Pullman Square Thursday night concert series. And of course over in Milton for the Cabell County Fair. We've got gospel music night, always a big attraction. And of course my favorite in the 4-H animal area. We've got the hog show going on tonight. Here this evening at the tropical paradise, weather-wise, a red sky sunset, 80s falling into the 70s. Only a few communities even get a brief shower. First thing tomorrow morning, though, the morning construction workers is wet. We've got several hours of rain moving in with the rumble of thunder. And keep in mind, the bar for flooding earlier on this week was up here, and now it's way down here because the ground is saturated. So some local high water will redevelop tomorrow morning in all probability. We'll brighten the sky in the afternoon for several hours, four, five, six hours of partial sunshine before an evening shower, thunder shower, will be the last of this long siege of wet weather. Leftover, this is down in southeast Kentucky where there's a flood warning from the National Weather Service. The warning is not for the Levisa Fork. The warning is for the tug for the Licking River, but the Levisa Fork is high and causing some problems with all the water, the little stream, and the tributaries flowing into the Levisa have it up. And also the Tug Fork is running higher than normal and will be cresting below flood stages beginning to the next 12 or 24 hours. On a southerly breeze, how about these temperatures? End of the day, we're in the mid and even upper 80s in some communities, and it's 74% humidity. There's the tropical feel to the air. It still feels rather moist and humid outside. Speaking of moist, a blow-up of clouds on satellite imagery near St. Louis Earlier this week, a flood emergency, the worst flood in more than 100 years in the gateway to the West St. Louis, Missouri. There's also a blow up of clouds down through the Smoky Mountains we're keeping a close eye on, but these shower and thunderstorms are migrating away from us. The St. Louis action is pointed in our direction for late tonight and especially tomorrow. Note how in between the atmosphere is relatively quiet. When you don't see colors on satellite imagery, it usually means it's a quiet weather pattern. Quiet? Yeah, Tony. Nothing going on until you get into northern and central West Virginia. I suspect from around Burnsville Dam over toward Grantsville, a passing shower can occur along the Little Canal River Valley. But that's the only game in town. Huntington, Charleston, Grayson, Moorhead, Olive Hill in good shape. Southeast Kentucky, the weather is fine tonight, although the rivers and the streams are still running high. Here are your showers and thunderstorms blowing up in the Smoky Mountains, but that's not heading our way. However, there it is, the next blob of rain moving through St. Louis and it's pointed in our direction on a moist pipeline. And in time, those rains will move in here tomorrow morning. Here we are this evening, quiet, passing shower, thunder shower in the pre-dawn hours. And then tomorrow morning, here's your rains, 10 o'clock in the morning, right on through Charleston, up north. By noontime, the rains are moving away. So any new high water would occur in the morning. 
tomorrow evening, one last spoke of showers passing through, and then we should dry out heading into Saturday. So the forecast for tonight looks like this, a beautiful tropical sky overhead with clouds and sunshine. It's warm and humid. I may even erase that chance of a shower by 6 o'clock. Temperature near 80. Overnight warm and humid. Showers will blossom near dawn in southeast Kentucky near 70. Then tomorrow, a gray morning with showers and a rumble of thunder, pretty much area-wide. Local high water likely, especially in the coal fields because they've had more rain. Breaks the sun in the afternoon near 80 degrees. Tomorrow night, a last gasp of shower or thunder shower, then late night drying. So there may be a passing shower for live on the levee on the Schoenbaum stage. Saturday's the pick day of the weekend for the end of the Cabell County Fair. We've got, of course, Demolition Derby Night. This is Saturday Hot Dog Festival Day in Huntington, mm -hmm. and we also have the Jackson Junior Fair going on up in Cottageville. The atmosphere will be drying out. It'll be ideal day and night to walk the midways at the county fairs. A lot of eyes looking to the weekend. Yeah. Thanks, Tony. We'll be right back. Okay. Oh. Now we're back, and and we're going to we're going to. Uh, Go to another one. And we're going to another one. And... And we're going... To another one, I think that's the same one. Look what I want again. Here's it is. Dickens would love that analogy, a tale of two cities. I mean, the severe weather is obviously confined yeah. to the coal field. Okay, I mean, that's the, the same one. Having a very pleasant evening. Right. And down in the big sandy valley this evening, don't get too long. And uh, we'll do this again. There's another port. And... Uh, 
and and we'll try this again and uh, and we'll try this again and uh, here it is. ServiceNow helps CHROs look at their organizations holistically and deliver unified, connected employee <coughs> experiences. That's why the world works with ServiceNow. Boy, Tony, I guess you'd say this forecast this evening is really just a tale of... I guess you'd say two stories because Absolutely. some areas are seeing sheer devastation while others are seeing bright, beautiful blue skies. Dickens would love that analogy, Taylor, too. So these I mean, the severe weather is obviously confined yeah. to the pole field where the rain has occurred and the streams mm -hmm. are out of their banks. But many areas having a very pleasant evening, right. as is the weather down in the Big Sandy Valley this evening. Don't get me wrong, the weather at least. The weather in Huntington doing great. We've got a beautiful sky overhead that's a tropical sky with some friendly cumulus clouds on the horizon pullman square thursday night concert series and of course over in milton for the cabell county fair we've got gospel music night always a big attraction and of course my favorite in the 4-h animal area we've got the hog show going on tonight here this evening it's a tropical paradise weather-wise the red sky sunset 80s falling into the 70s only a few communities even get a brief shower First thing tomorrow morning, though, the morning construction workers is wet. We've got several hours of rain moving in with the rumble of thunder. And keep in mind, the bar for flooding earlier on this week was up here, and now it's way down here because the ground is saturated. So some local high water will redevelop tomorrow morning in all probability. We'll brighten the sky in the afternoon for several hours, four, five, six hours of partial sunshine before an evening shower, thunder shower, will be the last of this long siege of wet weather. Leftover, this is down in southeast Kentucky where there's a flood warning from the National Weather Service. The warning is not for the Leviza Fork. The warning is for the tug for the Licking River, but the Leviza Fork is high and causing some problems. All the water, the little streams and the tributaries flowing into the Leviza have it up. And also the tug fork is running higher than normal and will be cresting below flood stages beginning to the next 12 or 24 hours on a southerly breeze. How about these temperatures end of the day? We're in the mid and even upper 80s in some communities and it's 74% humidity. There's the tropical feel to the air. It still feels rather moist and humid outside. Speaking of moist, a blow up of clouds on satellite imagery near St. Louis earlier this week, a flood emergency, the worst flood in more than a hundred years in the gateway to the West St. Louis, Missouri. There's also a blow up of clouds down through the Smoky Mountains. We're keeping a close eye on, but these showers and thunderstorms are migrating away from us the st louis action is pointed in our direction for late tonight and especially tomorrow note how in between the atmosphere is relatively quiet when you don't see colors on satellite imagery it usually means it's a quiet weather pattern quiet yeah tony nothing going on until you get into northern and central west virginia i suspect from around burnsville dam over toward grantsville a passing shower can occur along the little canal river valley but that's the only game in town Huntington, Charleston, Grayson, Moorhead, Isle Hill in good shape. Southeast Kentucky, the weather is fine tonight, although the rivers and the streams are still running high. Here are your showers and thunderstorms blowing up in the Smoky Mountains, but that's not heading our way. However, there it is, the next blob of rain moving through St. Louis, and it's pointing in our direction on a moist pipeline. And in time, those rains will move in here tomorrow morning. Here we are 
This evening, quiet, passing shower, thunder shower in the pre-dawn hour. And then tomorrow morning, here's your rains, 10 o'clock in the morning, right on through Charleston, up north. By noontime, the rains are moving away, so any new high water would occur in the morning. Tomorrow evening, one last spoke of showers passing through, and then we should dry out heading into Saturday. So the forecast for tonight looks like this, a beautiful tropical sky overhead with clouds and sunshine. It's warm and humid. I may even erase that chance of a shower by 6 o'clock. Temperature near 80. Overnight warm and humid. Showers will blossom near dawn in southeast Kentucky near 70. Then tomorrow, a gray morning with showers and a rumble of thunder pretty much area-wide. Local high water likely, especially in the coal fields because they've had more rain. Breaks the sun in the afternoon near 80 degrees. Tomorrow night, a last gasp of shower or thunder shower, then late night drying. So there may be a passing shower for live on the levee on the show on stage. Saturday is the pick day of the weekend for the end of the Cabell County Fair. We've got, of course, Demolition Derby night. This is Saturday Hot Dog Festival Day in Huntington, and we also have the Jackson Junior Fair going on up in Cottonville. The atmosphere will be drying out. It'll be ideal day and night to walk the midway. <coughs> A lot of eyes looking to the weekend. Yeah. Thanks, Tony. We'll be right back. Okay. Now we're back. And we already give the weather. And, and there's your news. Okay, we're back, and uh, we're going to see what time we got on the air, and uh. We're trying so hard, and and uh, our radio equipment's been acting up. It's been recording everything you say on the background. Something wrong causes mechanical problems and if you hear anything what you hear we can't help it and we're trying to get the electricians in here to, to fix it I don't know when and uh, and we're going to try do something. Remember, next Monday is the fair. And, and uh, here's your news. Welcome back to Local News Live. I'm Victoria Shirley. We're going to take you out to Camila Rueda's interview about starting a small business. Let's get you out there. Joined by small business expert Ben Johnston of Capitus. Ben, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you very much for having me. All right, we are talking small businesses, and there's been a growth of people interested in small businesses and starting their own. So why is that? Yeah, well, you know, I think that interestingly, these are pretty difficult times. 
Um, and yet challenging times can be some of the best times to start, to start a small business because people are looking for new and creative ways to save money. Uh, and so if you have a business idea that's filling a gap in the market, now may be the perfect time to get started on that idea. And I think we're seeing a lot of people um, able to leverage you know, all kinds of new aspects of the economy, working from home, working remotely, uh, businesses that are starting up uh, using an online platform as their primary platform. You know, this is creating all kinds of new innovations that are allowing uh, business owners to fill gaps in the market uh, that previously had to be filled through a, a more traditional business model. Very interesting. So a lot of opportunity right now. And how do you know that an idea is right for a small business? Yeah, I mean, this is this is a tricky question. Uh, and I, I think it has a lot to do with basic fundamentals around what you need to know uh, to operate your business successfully. So when I think about how to assess whether a business is, uh, is a viable one or not, I would encourage entrepreneurs to first look at supply and demand. So on the demand side, what is the gap in the market that you're filling? Who's your target customer? Uh, what is that customer willing to pay for your product? Uh, and is anyone providing this product right now? And if someone is providing this product right now, how are you gonna differentiate? Um, are you simply gonna compete on price or are you bringing something unique? Are you on here? Um, and, and I think it's well, really important to just start I got there and off. figure out whether there truly is a gap. For You're still recording. I know it. Good points there. Some good things. I mean, I got the mic shut off. Has, you know, Why? I was going to say, yeah, change. Change. Now, how do you think uh, that started? I, I mean, it's so simple, but it's, I bet there's a lot I'm of I'm going to have to look in a little bit. Can I? Sure. Uh -huh. Absolutely. You know, I would say. Just let me know because I want to. First thing you want to do is once you've decided that there is a true supply for your product in the market okay. is to think about the economics of your business and how much capital is likely to be required. Um, you know, obviously you're going to need the capital to get going, open up, buy your first round of materials, hire an employee, hire employees. Um, and you're going to really need to think, do I have sufficient capital on hand in order to make that investment? Or am I going to need to go out and find uh, backers uh, who will help me get this business off the ground? Okay. And um, is that what you guys do at Capitus? How can Capitus help? Sure. Absolutely. Well, what I would say is that for, for the earliest stage companies, for companies that are just opening their doors, often equity is best uh, security to raise in order to uh, help get the doors open. Uh, often you can go to friends and family. Hopefully you have some, some of your own capital that you can invest in the business. And then, you know, there are venture capital and private equity firms that might uh, help, help you grow in, in your early stages. As you mature a little bit farther, I would absolutely encourage you to speak with your bank and find out when in your maturity cycle you will uh, be able to qualify for uh, capital from the bank. Um, but I would absolutely encourage you to talk to a small business lender like Capitus as well. 
we work with early stage businesses all the time uh, and many more uh, mature small businesses as well uh, to help them size the growth opportunity that they have and identify the right capital in the right structure that works for them to execute against that opportunity. And so, you know, in good times and in bad, we've been serving our customer base for 16 years. Uh, you know, we were here through the, the 2008 uh, financial crisis, um, through the, the, the COVID downturn, uh, and, you know, we're here as we come out of that downturn, but navigate some, some potentially choppy waters in the economy right now. Um, and we've seen tremendous growth in our customer base over that time. So we're really excited about um, being able to help businesses grow uh, into the next phase. You have really seen it all, haven't you, Ben? <laughs> <laughs> we've, we, we have, it's been an exciting 16 years. And now, what do you think? What do you think about, you know, the times? It, is it a good time to start a small business? You know, I say it's potentially always a good time to start a small business. And I think during periods of disruption, um, it is, a, there are new business opportunities that emerge that really are able to um, take market share because they're doing things in a new way and, and the customer base is hungry for new ideas and new ways to save money and new ways to do things more efficiently. And there's nothing <coughs> like uh, uncertain economic times for consumers and, uh, and small businesses to sharpen their pencils and say, how can I do this more efficiently? Is there a new business model out there that helps me achieve what I'm trying to achieve? And really, I think that's where the opportunity for entrepreneurship is. All right. So potentially always a good opportunity. I like that. Small business expert Ben Johnston with Capitus. And Ben, where can we get more information for those who are interested? Sure. You can find us online at uh, Capitus.com. Uh, and, you know, we have a number of uh, representatives who work directly with small businesses to help them find the capital that they need. All right, and now just leave us with one last piece of advice. But one more thing I would say is just in understanding the, the supply chain when you're starting a business, there are um, two, you know, a couple of areas that are incredibly important. Um, one, you're going to need to make sure that you have the materials on hand uh, and you have the right supply chain in place in order to source the materials you'll need when building a business. And two, you're going to need to be sure that you have the right labor force in place. Uh, and given the global supply chain disruptions that we've seen over the last year, and given the historically low unemployment rates that we are experiencing right now, uh, really understanding the supply side of your business model will be critical. And one last thing, if I could say, um, I think it's critically important, regardless of the economy uh, and regardless of when you decide to start a small business, it's incredibly important to be passionate about what you do. It is incredibly hard to build a business, and there will be times when you're faced with challenges that seem insurmountable, and those with passion are the ones who are going to uh, produce the best results 
fight through the hard times and end up building sustainable, uh, long-term quality businesses. You're right about that. Great advice. Thank you. And again, Ben Johnston, small business expert with Capitas. Thanks for joining us. Thank you very much. Good tips there on opening a small business coming to us uh, from that interview, uh, that interview from Camila Rueda. All right, uh, quick break. We'll be back with more local news live right after this. Streaming 24-7, you're watching Local News Live. Okay, now we're back. And uh, we make sure but make sure you have your news and uh, and uh, we're trying so hard and uh, and back to local news in a minute and they're going cakey but next Monday uh, is the fair and and you can get ready uh, not this Monday Monday next through the ninth through the the through the fourteenth and and that'd be pretty good and course I'm gonna be there to announce the live two days of it and and I'm gonna try to be announcing it. It might be three days. I don't know. I'm, we ain't 